Good morning, City Church. This is City Church Together for Thursday, May 28th. Glad that you are with us this morning as we spend uh, more time in the Word of God and uh, let the Word lead us to prayer for our church, for our city, for the world. Um, yesterday we were in at the first of First Thessalonians. Today we're going to be in the final chapter. So First Thessalonians um, chapter 5. Um, I'm going to read the first 11 verses here. Paul writes to the Thessalonians, About the times and the seasons, brothers and sisters, you do not need anything to be written to you. For you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord will come just like a thief in the night. When they say, Peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them, like labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, you're not in the dark for this day to surprise you like a thief. For you are all children of light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. So then, let us not sleep like the rest, but let us stay awake and be self-controlled. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be self-controlled and put on the armor of faith and love and the helmet of the hope of salvation. For God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up as you are already doing. And that is the word of the Lord from 1 Thessalonians 5. Um, I came to this passage because as I read this, um, as I read this passage uh, this morning, I um, noticed that that little trifecta that we talked about um, yesterday from First um, Thessalonians chapter 1 shows up here again at the end. So uh, it shows up in verse 8, um, put on the armor of faith and love and the helmet of the hope of salvation. And you, if you remember from 1 Thessalonians 1, it is that same trifecta, love, uh, faith, uh, love, and hope that were producing work, uh, motivating labor, and inspiring endurance. So that to me was, um, uh, since it happened at the first and at the end, and it was those same three sets of words, that set off a little, um, a little light bulb for me of, hang on a second, Paul's doing something. This is sort of uh, like an inclusio, which is just means uh, sort of bracketed. You have uh, the same thing at the first of a section of Scripture that appears at the end of it. It happens at the first of his letter and the end of his letter. It's the same three words, and so um, I wanted to explore it. And so that's what we're going to do right here. Um, notice that he is talking um, to the Thessalonians about the day of the Lord. The day of the Lord simply means um, the day that Christ returns um, to judge the world, um, to make all things new, to put all things to rights. Okay, so when Jesus comes back. So that is the day of the Lord. And the discussion here is that even though... Um, even though we don't, he, Paul writes about the times and the seasons. In other words, people in Thessalonica were trying to understand, okay, how long do we have to wait out this pain and this persecution? How long do we have to wait out um, the 
terrible things that are happening was we are expecting Jesus to come back. And so they wanted to know, you know, sort of how can we read the season? How can we know when Jesus is coming back? And Paul's larger point here is you don't need to know when because the point is not God giving you this clearly defined finish line that you know when this thing ends. The point is that as you endure, you know he's with you right now. And he talks about there there are two ways that he uses the idea of being asleep and awake here. Um, And there is a a subtle shift in here. Towards the end of the the section that we read in verse 10 uh he says um so whether we are awake or asleep we may live together with him okay awake or asleep there is referring to um alive as in heart beating you know physically alive that's awake or asleep means that you have died and paul's point at the end of this is that whether you are alive or dead And whether or not you are alive when Jesus comes back for the day and puts all things right, or you're dead, either way, you get to live with him. He is with you. He's with you if you live. He is with you if you die. Okay, so that's the second use of awake or sleep. Up in the bigger chunk of the passage that we read, Paul talks about dark and light. And he talks about being asleep. You see in verse 6, he says, so then let us not sleep like the rest. Of course, he doesn't mean let us not die like the rest. He says, let us stay awake, okay? That is the idea of awareness, okay? So are you aware that Jesus is returning? Are you aware um, of the presence of God in your life right now? Are you aware? Have you been lulled to sleep by the monotony of uh, the, the everyday activities of the world? Um, are you a practical deist? You know, God just started the world and then he's not really present with us. We just go on about our day-to-day activities. He says, are, have you fallen asleep or are you continually aware that the day of the Lord could come at any time? Um, the, the only way that you fall asleep is if you think God sort of, um, uh, God sort of, started your life in Christ and then disappeared, and it's just your life in Christ is not really about living. Um, It is not about following. It is not about the presence of God. It is just sort of a ticket into heaven. And then you're going to be surprised when Jesus comes back. Oh, what is this? No, no, no. He's saying every day we're staying awake because we are children of the day. And notice what he says. He, he talks uh, in verse 7. He says, for those who sleep, sleep at night. Those who get drunk, get drunk at night. What is getting drunk? Getting drunk is filling yourself with a substance in such a way that you lose control. You lose control of your thoughts. You lose control of your actions. And notice the next thing he says is, but since we belong to the day, let us be self-controlled. Now, what does he mean by self-control? Obviously, Scratch the word, obviously. By self-control, he means the fruit of the Spirit that Paul brings up in Galatians. One of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control. So he doesn't mean that I control myself like, you know, it it is Trevor sort of, um, you know, grinning and bear it and saying, no, I can't. He means spirit-controlled. Since we belong to the day, since we are experiencing the presence of God, since we know that God is with us, since we know that he is coming back to make all things new, we are self-controlled, and that's when we get to our trifecta. And he says, and if we are self-controlled, we will put on the armor of faith and love and the helmet of the hope of salvation. All right, so let's, 
stop right there and we're going to finish our time together with that metaphor. Put on the armor of faith and love and helmet and hope of salvation. Now, this is not the only time that Paul uses um, sort of the uh, garb of a Roman soldier or a centurion to, um, uh, as a metaphor for um, aspects of what God would have us to, uh, uh, what God would have us to believe and do and possess as his children. Uh, Ephesians 6 is the classic armor of God passage, but he dips into it just a little bit here, and he says, put on the armor of faith and love and the helmet of hope, and the helmet of the hope of salvation. Okay, here's where this comes in now. We're in, in at the beginning of this, 1 Thessalonians 1, faith, hope, and love are used as sort of um, activators. Okay, so they um, faith activates work. Um, faith, uh, um, excuse me, uh, love activates labor. Hope activates endurance. Okay, so those are, those are, those are active words. I, I'm going to use faith, hope, and love, and they're going to start something. All right, now here, notice that they are not activators. Here, faith, hope, and love are defensive pieces of equipment. Faith and uh, faith and love, he says, put on the armor of faith and love. What does that do? That protects you from something. Put on the helmet of the hope of salvation. What is the point there? The, the helmet is protecting you from something. Now, I'm not going to make a distinction necessarily between armor and helmet here um, because we don't have the time, and I'm not sure that Paul means a, a necessary distinction. But um, what I want to point out is there, a, there is a way that faith, hope, and love are both activators. They inspire something. They push us to do something. And faith, hope, and love also protect us from the ways of the evil one. They are paired up here with self-control. So this is a, um, if you think about um, some of the language that we've been using of late, um, self-differentiated leader or a non-anxious presence, remember the idea there is that my environment does not, or, or the people around me, if you think about those dials, the God dial turned all the way up or the, uh, or the relationship dial turned all the way up to like that. It is not the, my environment that sets um, my mood. It is not my environment that sets up how I react. Rather, faith, hope, and love. So faith, belief in the gospel, uh, love, which is... Um, a relationship with God where I receive love and give love and, and with others and hope that Jesus will return and have this day of salvation and day of judgment that all things will be set right, all the wrongs will be set right. That is also, def that is our defense. That is what helps us become self-differentiated people. So faith, hope, and love don't just inspire me to do, though they do, First Thessalonians 1, they are also faith, hope, and love they are what protect me from sort of being absorbed into just a reactive, non-self-differentiated person. So today, what we are going to pray, and that's, that's what self-control is about. Like my, my surroundings don't set who I am. I am who I am because Christ made me who I am. So what we're going to pray now um, is specific, and pray for today, City Church, is in specific that faith, love, and hope will be a defense for us, that God will use these as a defense for us against being a reactive, 
um, go with the crowd, um, sort of being controlled by something other than the Holy Spirit type of people. So let's be silent together and pray in that direction. Our Father, um, we are living in a time where we are asking a lot of how long, O Lord. Um, We are asking it very practically with um, the quarantine, the social distancing. How long will this last? Can you give us an end date? We're asking that of our government. We are asking that of our churches. We are asking that of our schools, our friends, our sports leagues. How long can you give us a date? And here you say about the times and seasons, you do not need anything to be written to you because your presence is with us. Thank you, Jesus. We are in a time of uncertainty where we are asking how long, O Lord, when we think about yet another act of brutality and murder from authorities towards a black brother. And we ask, how long, O Lord? And the answer again is about the times and seasons. You know that Jesus will come like a thief in the night. And as long as you walk in the light, you are prepared for that. Be self-controlled. Will you show us what that means for us individually, please, God? Will you show us what that means as a church and how we live? with this community. Increase our faith. We believe, help our unbelief. Increase our love for you and for others. Move, give us a spirit of self-forgetfulness where we move ourselves out of the center. And we love you, the Lord, with all our heart, mind, and soul and our neighbor as ourselves. And Father, With hope, protect us. Hope in your salvation. Protect us from the tendency to be um, sinfully angry. Protect us from the tendency to um, try to ease the pain with addictive behavior. Give us the armor. Give us the helmet in faith, hope, and love. Enlighten us. Give us wisdom for each one of our church to explore faith, hope, and love and to understand better how you are protecting us with it. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Spirit, amen. City Church, go and multiply the gospel.